Hey, hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to talk about this topic because we are going to be talking about cash, cash flow. Oh my gosh. You don't realize as an online business and as an entrepreneur, how much cash flow can actually affect your business, whether you're in the beginning stages or whether you are in the scaling stages. So I'm excited to share my thoughts on this and give you three ideas for basically keeping cash flow vibrant in your business. So you are able to have a healthy business. Okay. If you don't have a healthy business, you are going to quit. If you're not taking home some of the cash that you're actually taking in, you are also going to quit. You need cash. Okay. Cash is so important. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about that today. Are you a Holy Spirit filled online coach or course creator who's ready to disrupt ministry and step into your God-given calling, share your testimony and serve who God called you to serve? Well, if so, welcome to the She's Wild and Radiant podcast with Ashley June, where we talk about all things online business, coaching, funnels, faith, motherhood, culture, and more. You don't have to build an online business like the world. God has set you apart to do something great and he will equip you as you walk by faith and not by sight. You also don't have to do it alone. There's a community of incredible freedom and faith-filled women in my online community who are here to stir you up, hold you accountable, and be your hype girls during the up and down mountain journey of navigating the online business world in a fallen world. If we haven't met, I'm Ashley June, MBA, multi six plus figure online business owner, wife to an ex ski bum, mama to three crazy little wild ones, and a wannabe surf babe who believes we have been placed in the business battlefield and it's time to put on our Joan of Arc and take back the territory. I help women, coaches, and course creators launch and scale their online businesses to consistent 10 to 50K months while putting on their Holy Spirit Activate and trusting God to do the rest through letting faith, strategy, and grit guide the rest. After running a local photography business for six years and then shutting it down cold turkey in 2018 out of obedience, I am no newbie to the battleground of entrepreneurship. I turned away 250 clients that next year so I could build what God was telling me to build with a newborn at home and two others under five. It finally clicked for me when I submitted to God's way and stopped being so fearful of how man told me to run my business. Since then, it's been a journey, but I get to share it with you every step and stumble of the way. Imagine building an online coaching business that literally is your ministry and not only brings in the bucks, but gives you the freedom to give to the causes and ministries that set your heart on fire. This is something you can do, and it doesn't have to be that hard if you'll just step into what God has called you to do, trust the process, and walk in the obedience of his order. We don't have to fight it, you guys. This isn't the prosperity gospel, and I am your non-woke girl. <laughs> and I will tell you, it doesn't happen overnight, but sowing God. God's way will always bring forth an incredible harvest and even more joy. Go ahead and grab the bubble filled drink, hot chai latte, or heck, grab a piece of pizza as you step into today's episode. Can't wait to see you in there. Hey, hey. Okay. Yes. Cash, cash, cash. Oh, don't you guys love cash? <laughs> cash is amazing. I love it when I have good cash months. You know, as a business, there's two ways to basically look at the money that's coming into your business. There's revenue that's promised, you know, money that is supposed to be paid for you if, or paid to you if you end up taking payment plans. And then there is cash and that's actual cash collected that gets deposited into your bank account. Now, I love payment plans because that gives me consistent income. It's something that I can rely on. Okay. But I also love cash because that is obviously what I get to take home and, you know, what I get to put into my bank account, what I get to take out of, you know, if we're going to buy something. Um, like we just bought a big commercial building 
And it was awesome because I had a whole bunch of cash that I had collected from my launch in March and I was able to put that into our down payment for this commercial property. And so long story short, like cash is awesome, okay? But knowing that certain revenue is going to come in at some point, that is also awesome, okay? So I want I want to talk about cash flow though because it can be the killer of your business and especially when you're in the scale phases as you're trying to ramp up, but can it can also greatly affect you in the beginning stages. And so I'm going to give you guys some things to look at, some things to investigate, and some things to consider if you really want to manage cash flow in your business. Before we go into the meat and potatoes of the episode, you guys, I wanted to ask you if you could do me a quick favor. Can you literally pause this episode right now and go write us a five-star review? Well, ideally five star, <laughs> you know, you know, do do what you want, a, a review, you know, that would be so appreciated. Uh, summer time for podcasts is interesting. Our, our listenership tends to go down a little bit. And so I was just hoping that you might be able to leave a review to up it a little bit. So these wonderful messages can get out into the world. Better yet, if you go ahead and leave us a review, Take a screenshot of it and send it to team at wildandradiant.com and we will send you a $5 coffee card, okay? So that would be so appreciated, you guys. I love podcasting. I'm so thankful for my audience. I love, you know, when I have clients who come in who are like, oh, I started listening to you six months ago. I just, I am so, so appreciative of it. Um, And I know that we forget to do these things for businesses. We forget to support them, to like, to comment, to leave reviews. And it really, truly makes a big, big difference at the end of the day. So if you don't mind, please, please, please. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. So Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about cash flow. Like I said, it can be killer in your business. Okay. If you do not have actual cash coming into your business, you are not going to succeed. And it's one of the many things that you have to consider in your business, you know, like, Hey, maybe you're good at assigning clients and getting clients in, but if you're not actually taking home money where you can, you know, enjoy your business and actually feel like you're, you know, being able to live off of it, have money to spend, have money to save. Like if you're not really feeling that way, then you're going to find that it's going to be really hard to keep operating because you're literally not going to feel the reward of that harvest. Okay. And so let's say you sign, you know, let's say you sign five clients. Okay. And they're going to be coming in over the next year. Like you're going to be collecting that payment over the next year. So maybe you're collecting, I don't know, twenty five, $30,000 of revenue, depending on what your price points are, or maybe it's 10,000, you know, whatever it is. If you're doing that, but you're only collecting, you know, one single payment a month for maybe 12 months, you're only going to feel like maybe you're taking home what a thousand dollars a month, $1,200 a month, if that, you know, and so it it can be something that if you're not actually feeling the reward of those of that cash coming in and like bigger chunks, then you're going to feel like you're kind of poor, like you're going to feel like you're not making that much money or you're not, you know, doing that well. And the reality is, and this is something that we see in the online world. And, you know, we talk about our income numbers and we talk about all of this stuff. Revenue wise, we talk a lot about revenue. We do not talk a lot about cash collected. Right. And so I can go tell you, yes, I had a $50,000 month 
okay? But the thing is, if I had a $50,000 month, that doesn't mean that I took home $50,000. That might have been cash collected $20,000, but I know I can depend on the additional $30,000 coming in maybe over the next 12 months, okay? And for me, I actually really like payment plans. I like... Um, having that structure once again, because it is consistent. But the reality is if I don't have a system that is operating where I have enough cash coming in and I have more cash than I do expenses, it would be really easy to get stuck in all expenses. Okay. And not feel like I am making as many waves. Okay. And so my first point you guys here is that if you have payment plans in your business or you're considering payment plans, you have to make sure that they make sense for your business. For me, you know, I'm in an okay place. I'm actually thinking about removing some of my longer payment plans for a period of time, just so I can put more money into paid advertising and feel more of a return um, on the sooner side there. I haven't totally decided. It's something that I'm considering and kind of praying about. Cause I know that my prices are going to be going up in the near future. Um, and so it's one of those things that I'm considering if I want to make a change in packages purely so I can invest more money in passive um, or in advertising, you know, for my for my funnels that are running behind the scenes. OK, and so I just you see this when it comes to paid advertising. Unfortunately, you know, I have a large chunk of payment plans that I take home and our you know family is living off of that. And we were able to buy the building and, you know, we have multiple properties and we're doing all the things, but we also have high expenses because we have lots of investments, you know, and so having that consistent cash flow is super important. But we have stages where we feel like we don't have as much because we've reinvested it in so much for the long term, but we're not feeling that you know, today with all of that freedom, which is good and bad. You know, I mean, it's like, it's the delayed gratification and that's, you know, ultimately the investment strategy that my husband and I have chosen, but it is something that we do have to constantly analyze when it comes to payment plans, when it comes to, you know, the actual cash that we're collecting, um, throughout it all. And so it's something that I really have to keep an eye on, especially if I notice that maybe my conversion, I'm not seeing that immediate, you know, conversion rate that I want to see in order to make up for payment plans that are expiring and vice versa. So first thought, you guys, if you have payment plans, you need to organize those and analyze them regularly to see if they are giving you the cash flow that you need in order to reinvest in your business and also take the money home because you also have to consider taxes and you have to consider other business expenses. Okay. Which brings me to my next point. You need to reinvest strategically. Okay. You have to constantly reinvest in your business if you want it to grow. However, this can hurt cash flow. So I have to constantly reinvest money into paid advertising. Okay. I use a lot of Facebook and Instagram ads. Yes, I do organic things. And we have, you know, a team that's working on things behind the scenes. Um, but the, the meat and potatoes of bringing in my clients these days truly is through Facebook ads. And then I also do have people who come in through my podcast, but a lot of them will come in through a Facebook ad to start listening to my podcast and then maybe convert a couple months down the road. Okay. And so for me, putting money into advertising is highly, highly important. Having the cash to do that constantly is highly, highly important because if I'm letting go of the money that I'm spending to reinvest into my business, I will feel that hit in a couple months. Okay. And so it's something that you have to consider because I'll have clients who come in and maybe they'll go launch something and maybe they did it all organically, which is great. I recommend, you know, at the beginning of your business, do the best that you can to launch something and get that organic 
clientele coming in first because that's going to help you test your messaging, prove that, you know, you have an offer that's going to convert. And ultimately, it's something that's going to help you you know, see like, oh, like this is this is something that's working or, oh, I really need to go fix something before you are brought into the paid advertising world where your stuff has to be pretty perfecto in order to convert. You know, if you can't convert something on like a warm organic audience, you're going to have a really hard time converting something with a paid advertising strategy. And so anyway, but sometimes I'll have clients who come in and they, you know, maybe have like a really successful launch, but they decide to take all of that money home and they don't reinvest it into lead generation and bringing more clients in. They just kind of hoard it and take it home because they made it, you know, and then they find out down the road that they have to consistently market, they have to consistently be on Instagram, they have to consistently, you know, be in their Facebook group running all the things in order to, you know, organically bring these people in. And to be honest, most organic strategies, like purely organic strategies, get you heavily messaging in the DMs and sending cold things, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook. And a lot of people don't tell you that when you come into their programs, that it's like you actually have to spend X amount of time in messaging, (laughs) which that's not my favorite thing. I have a team who I can bring in to help with that, you know, but when I was starting out, I didn't want to spend time in the DMs. Like that just was not my thing. Like I wanted to sell publicly And I wanted people to be interested in what I was bringing to the table versus me feeling like I had to go pursue people on that one-to-one basis and also have like fake conversations, bringing them in, you know, like, oh, let me like your Instagram story and then kind of like, you know, build and nurture, you know, and then, and then go and have these like conversations when I'm just thinking about the sale (laughs) like that, you know, that is ultimately what I'm trying to do. It just doesn't feel that authentic to me. So I went straight to a paid advertising strategy after launching organically because it was a better fit for my beliefs, my values, and for my time, okay? And so when you're thinking about this, when you're thinking about the reinvestment process, you know, after you bring in some money, you should go reinvest a portion of that. And that's actually a biblical concept, you guys. The Bible is all about reinvesting. It is about being fruitful and multiplying, okay? Reinvestment is a biblical, biblical concept, okay? And in this, you guys, reinvesting in your lead generation so you don't have to be a slave to social media, I think is huge. Uh, Reinvesting your time into things that are convert, you know, so for example, podcasting, you know, podcasting, we've been podcasting for two and a half years now. We are uh, about at 50,000 downloads, which is really exciting. I'm hitting these marks and, you know, our growth is like growing year after year. We've been tracking our numbers and seeing what our growth has looked like. And it's been so, so cool to see. Um, because I can see, oh, wow, like we're 200%, you know, ahead of where we were last time this year. And so we actually see these numbers and we get to track this stuff. But podcasting is about the long game. You're typically not going to hit it rich with a podcast after, you know, two months, you know, some shows are going to blow up maybe within five to six months. But at the end of the day, it's going to be something that is for the long game. And so, for me, I knew when I started podcasting, I was like, this is, an, this is a time investment that I am going to make into my business. I think it's something that God has called me to do. It's actually a very easy thing for me to do because I feel like I can just go talk to myself for hours, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> but I actually feel like it's a really good fit because I don't really like Instagram, you know, or I don't really want to spend all of my days on social media typing in a Facebook group. Like that's just not my style. That's not what I think God has called me to. And so podcasting is such a great fit because I can 
can take this, I can communicate this to you, but my team can go repurpose it and put it out into the world on Instagram, on Facebook, via email, yada, 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 right? And so that's also a reinvestment strategy. I knew I wasn't going to see that, but I finally have people coming into my business, you know, and, and paying me, you know, several thousand dollars to, to work with me because they started listening to my podcast and they actually found my podcast as a recommended podcast inside of their search reinvestment, you guys reinvestment. So it's never going to be about like the overnight you know, the overnight return of that. That's the same with real estate, you know, what we're seeing, but we do have to be strategic about it because we can't reinvest in a way that's going to be so slow that like it steals all of our time or it steals all of our money. But we do have to make sure that we are being wise, however, consistently reinvesting, whether it's time or money. And your cash flow will get hurt if you do not consistently reinvest. But if you reinvest too quickly or you're spending too much or you're jumping into this like, you know, stage of um, you have not proven the things that you've done, then that can also hurt your cash flow and you're not taking that home. So it's really, it's kind of like a fine dance. It takes, um, it takes time. And I think it kind of reminds me, you know, how the Bible talks about how those who gain wealth, they gain it little by little. You know, it's something that builds up throughout the years. And so you have to think about as you're learning to manage your cash flow, it's something that will build out or build up throughout the years. Okay. And so if you're running ads, you're not seeing an immediate return. Um, or if you've put money into your business and you're not seeing an immediate return, it's, it's something to think about. It's not necessarily that you have to stop that. I just think it's something to really evaluate what is making sense with my strategic reinvesting here. If you're a brand new person, you should be hiring a coach so you don't have to go spend years trying to figure it out and then, you know, waste five years and then be so burnt out because you haven't corrected the code, you know, that you're not seeing any return. If you are, if you have a great offer and you've proven that and you know that you can grow, but you're really lacking leads and you need lead generation, you need to start running advertising, paid advertising ASAP if you know that you don't want to be in the DMs for 24 hours a day, right? And so that would be a wise reinvestment. But does that mean that you should go reinvest, you know, $10,000, you know, next month if you're just starting? No, start with $500, start with $2,000. I mean, go, go slower, you guys test it out. So for example, like I have a client who she has been running an all organic, um, or her first launch was all organic. And I think her second launch was like all organic. Okay. And, um, I think it was her third, maybe it was her second. I can't remember guys. Anyway, she, she went through a launch recently and we helped her set up a Facebook ads campaign. And she brought two, she ended up bringing three, three clients on from this, um, from this launch. And the thing is, one of the clients was an organic client, but she is kind of like, she's kind of exhausted her, her organic audience because she has not brought in a lot of new leads. And so only one of the three people that converted was from her organic audience. Okay. Two of the people who converted were from her paid ads that we, you know, help her set up for this, um, for this launch that she did. Okay. So she spent about $500. She brought in, gosh, I think she brought in around $2,500, about $2,500 um, from those two clients. 
So she had about a five-time return, and that's actually really great for paid advertising. So now she's sort of taking the summer, you know, evaluating things. We're going to be scaling her program, turning it more into like a group thing. You know, she's getting tired of one-to-one, and, you know, we're kind of moving through those conversations at the pace that she's needing to, you know, because she's a busy mom of three, and she's just been, you know, building it behind the scenes. Um But so we actually took her offer and made it not only a more scalable offer, but I advised her. I said, you know what? I think that you could probably have a $30,000 to $40,000 launch if you went and spent $5,000 in ads, knowing that this last time you saw a five-time return on your ads. I think that's something that would be absolutely doable for her. The thing was, though, you guys, she tested it organically. Then she tested paid advertising in a manageable way, in a live way and it converted. And so she knows that her things are working. And so she's not just jumping straight into spending maybe $5,000 in paid advertising. She actually has, you know, kind of worked up to that process. And so it takes that time. However, the best way, especially if you're going into paid advertising, is to live launch because that brings in a cash infusion that brings you actual cash. And if you spend money, you will make that money back in your paid advertising. Every time I spend money on Facebook ads, I always make back my investment and then some, depending on the launch, I always make it back. And then whatever else comes in is just cherry on top, whether it's cash or it's, you know, the payment plans. And so for me, it's not risky to go spend that money especially for a live launch, managing the ups and downs of evergreen funnels is a little bit of a different story. Um, and I'm learning, you know, more and more and more as I'm just, uh, turning my business more into a passive model and have over the last year. Um, but if you need that cash, go do, go do a live event. You know, even if you don't have money to spend on paid advertising right now, Go do a live event, you guys, your email list, everything, you know, you have people in there who are waiting to buy from you. Now, if you're not at that point, your offer and your messaging needs some serious work. Go do that. Reinvest that time. You know, nothing is just going to convert overnight. Lastly, guys, now this is a controversial one, I will say. But something that I wholeheartedly believe in is I think every business needs to get a business credit card. Okay. The reason is this is the best for managing cash. It just gives you a longer lead time. Okay. Every business owner should literally have this regardless. Not only does it protect the actual cash in your bank account. So if you have an emergency month or something like that, you can take cash out of your bank account and just take the interest hit on your credit card. Okay. And this is not about being about credit being good or bad, you know, obviously be wise with this, but this gives you so much flexibility. So if I am doing a live launch and I'm spending $20,000 on paid advertising, well, it kind of sucks to take like a $20,000 hit in my cash, right? Because that's like a nice little nest egg that I have there or whatever, just like sitting in my bank account. That's not always what I want to do, you know, but (laughs) Putting it on a business credit card not only gives me awesome points, it was it's like cool when you can, you know, get get the money back with the points and everything, but it gives you that flexibility because all of a sudden I can spend that money on my on my credit card and then 30 days later when I've collected enough to repay that to to take that hit, I don't personally feel that cash hit, right? Because I literally brought in all of that money and it bought me that time to go pay that bill, you know and not take an interest charge 
until I actually collected that and that marketing activity was finished. And this is huge. Like this is huge. Like so much again of like running an online business is learning how to manage your cash flow. Give yourself flexibility and go get a freaking business credit card. <laughs> I have the Capital One like Spark or something like that. Um and I also have the personal credit card with them. I've always been somebody who I have a credit card and I pay it off at the end of every month because once again, then I can control the cash flow and I can control the things that are happening. I can also see what my expenses are in one month, you know, just directly from my credit card bill versus having to go like mix and match things within my actual bank account. And so I feel like it actually makes my accounting a lot easier too. But it just gives me the flexibility. And I'll also say, you guys, so when you run an online business, especially if you have payment plans, failed payments will happen. You know, people who are not paying you on time or their account does not have enough money in it, that will happen. Okay, that will. And it sucks. And I just want to tell those clients they need to go get a business credit card because failed payments are unprofessional. Okay. And so as you guys are building your businesses, if you are paying for something and you have failed payments because you don't have a business credit card, what you are doing is unprofessional and unsustainable. Okay. It truly, truly is. It is unprofessional and it is unsustainable. And so if you're constantly worried about what's coming in and the exact timing and, you know, yada, 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 oh my gosh, well, I'm getting $500 today, but I can't pay my bill because, you know, I have a $700 transaction coming before that, but I'm not collecting $500. You're just creating a giant mess for your business, you know, and just acting unprofessional. And so go get a business credit card, manage your cash flow, get wise about this, you know, don't do the failed payment thing. Have money in your bank account for the things that can matter so you can allocate them to the things that actually need to be paid. And if you need to take an interest hit one month because you had something come in late or something like that, then at least you have that flexibility. You're just literally buying that flexibility and it's free within that month, regardless of the timing of when you have payment plans come in. Okay. This is so this is so common sense to me, but I think this is something that a lot of people don't understand and they don't get, okay? At the same time, the wicked borrow and they don't pay back. It, say, it takes self-control and it takes wise money management to go get a credit card, okay? Be somebody that is a good steward of that. Don't just try to max it out. Like that's not, that's not the purpose of getting a credit card, you know? Be a wise steward of it, okay? If you're going to run a successful business, if God is going to gift you and bless you with a thriving business, you better get this figured out, you know? You know? If you cannot figure out your cash flow, you guys, if you cannot figure that out, you're not going to survive. It is, it is one of, you know, once again, it, is, it can be the killer of your business, okay? Anyway, guys, I hope that was helpful. Okay. Analyze those payment plans, reinvest strategically, get a business credit card so you have flexibility with your cash. Okay. You can do it. You can do it. Now, if you need some serious help growing a coaching business, we have a 12 month group coaching program for you. It's called the Sela Collective. It's all about building a Holy Spirit led coaching business around your God given calling. So many people, you guys have been gifted with something that you need to go share with the world, but you have no business knowledge about how to do it. That is what we teach you. Step-by-step -step systems, templates, 
everything you need, you guys. We teach you how to launch. You learn about Instagram. You learn about Facebook groups. You learn about Facebook ads, paid advertising. You learn about sustainable um, organic strategies, content creation. You learn about messaging, offer creation, literally like the heart of your business. It's what keeps it alive. You learn about everything that you need, you guys. And we have a couple different tiers that you can join at. Um, like I said, I think I'm actually going to be removing some uh, payment plan options soon. And I think that I'm actually also going to be raising the price soon. I just know that it's coming. We're going to be reconfiguring a couple of things in the Sela Collective. That's what God has kind of put on my heart for this season. Um, of course, it's not set in stone until it's done. But I just know. I just know. God's been putting it on my heart to kind of pivot a couple of things and add some new elements, which I'm super excited in the Sela Collective. So this is a great time to get on before we make those changes because you get grandfathered into everything that we make change wise. So I can't wait, you guys go ahead. The link is in the show notes. We have the link to the application for the Sailor Collective. And then of course, some free trainings in there. If you want some extra information, so, so good. I can't wait to see you in there and yeah. Okay. Bye. Wow, guys, what a great episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a review, I would be forever grateful. In fact, send me a screenshot of that review and I will send you a free coffee on me, on the house, okay? Also, guys, feel free to share this episode. Your friends need to hear this. They need to be encouraged. They need the business advice and I would love to have them in my world. Lastly, come join my free Facebook community. It's the podcast community. We do challenges, we do free trainings, we do various things throughout the year. And I think that you would love to be connected with other entrepreneurs who are wild and radiant, just like you.